It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Poll List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. What's up, Simon? Hello, friend. How the, how the heck are you? Did you rehearse that like you were going to say something different this time? I was really thinking about it, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm all right. A little. right. It's been a long day for you as well, I'm sure. Uh, long week already. Yeah. And <laughs> for us, it's early in the week, but... You know. Very early in the week. Uh, for some reason, my old ass decided to go back to school because... Uh, I had nothing better to do. I'm a right. stay-at-home dad, and I have we haven't made a living off of podcasting yet. So I figured I would try to be the cool kid in school, talk to all the the students with my chair backwards, like, "Hey, what's <laughs> what's happening, kids?" AC <laughs> Slater style. Yeah, but that that hasn't happened, and it has been a nightmare. So not really yeah. a nightmare. It's just I it, I haven't been in school in what ten years. Yeah, it's just kind of a rough transition if you haven't done it in a long time. I'm having the same issue, just like I haven't had much to do, and now all of a sudden I've got a bunch to do, so it's just like yeah. getting used to that. Yeah, same thing. Like I, I think it's that's really it. Like I have just been a stay-at-home dad, and I've you know, done the house stuff and then work on the podcast, um, but that's really it. And so now I have a, a ton of stuff to do, <laughs> and so yeah. it goes from nothing to a bunch, and it's just kind of adjusting. And that's why we haven't been editing the podcast for the past six episodes. But that sounds good, right, folks? You love I it. I like it. I love it. Um, but yeah, how how are you doing? You got your vaccine, just to keep the people uh, updated with your health status. Yeah, I did. You want to see my third nipple I grew? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's I did. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a nipple. I think that's a polyp. Um, <laughs> no, uh, it's been good, you know been good no real problems i was I, I don't know if it's allergies or what but i was kind of i was like you i was tired yesterday so yeah yesterday um, allergies have been running amok yeah but otherwise you know then i good same here i uh, i'm excited to talk to you I didn't get to talk to you yesterday i was sad i was sleeping like a baby and it's weird because i don't ever sleep so like i stay up until the sun comes up but then if i do fall asleep it's like you have, to check, you have to check my polls yeah get that. my <laughs> wife's like that i'm dead to the world so i'm back i'm alive um and i'm ready to do this thing cool. so, so we're going to start our news off with something that i think we both might be interested in jordan walked <laughs> roberts jordan roberts has been set to direct and produce legendary's first ever live action feature film version of sunrises gundam for netflix that's awesome um uh, i would especially love to see like a retelling of the original series yeah with Amaro ray mm-hmm. that'd be cool um yeah but, i'm excited for this i like anything gundam yeah so it's just sometimes so netflix has gotten better at their adaptions but like at first whenever they first got all these properties they did the death note um you know live action movie and it was really bad they did a few other ones some people didn't like the bleach one even though it wasn't done by netflix i thought Mm -hmm. it was i thought it was okay but they just haven't had much luck with those early uh adaptions so i mean i'm interested they've also come out with some really great movies 
since then. So, yeah, um, I'm curious as well, you know, how they'll do it. I, the thing, I hope that it's a earlier version of Gundam. The one thing like this or 8th MS team, the reason I like those earlier versions is even though we grew up with Gundam Wing and that was my first exposure to it, the earlier versions were just clunkier and made more sense to me as far as like giant robots are concerned, like running around and stuff. They weren't zipping around like ninjas. So, yeah. And the story for the most part makes more sense. I've watched Gundam Wing the entire series probably 50 times and I couldn't tell you what it's about. But those and those boys just want to kill themselves so bad. That's what it's pretty. It's about teenage suicide. So, <laughs> so I, yeah. I, could, I really honestly and I'm like not even joking like I've watched it and I can tell you what happens episode per episode or whatever you know what I mean but uh, I couldn't tell you what it is about <laughs> I, I yeah. just there's a kid he has amnesia these teenagers are the best pilots of these giant robots in the entire universe it's unreal it's a, it's a dream that guy that has amnesia hero He's just making it all. He's in a coma. Yeah. That's what it is. He should just wake up at the end of it and be like, oh, that was well, a crazy dream. Weird ass dream. With all yep. these toys, all these model Gundams around him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sad. Sad, sad, sad. I'm excited for it. Anything Gundam, I'm usually down for. But I agree with you. My first introduction was Gundam Wing. But uh, as, I got, as I got older, I appreciate the original so mm-hmm. much more. It's so good. I like M.A.M. S eighth team thirteen forty. I don't know. I never know how to say it. That was very. That was good. Eighth uh, MS team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've watched it once, and I do like that too. I, and it's the same similar reason why I like Iron Blooded Orphans. It has more of the military feel. Yeah, and it has actual reasoning behind them piling these giant robots. And I appreciate <laughs> what I don't like about some of these. So I like Gundam Unicorn. That's okay. But I, what I don't like mm-hmm. about that series is. And the same with Gundam Wing, kind of. Uh, kind of. So I'm like, Unicorn, he's like, I don't want to have to fight. And it's all just the whole series is him like yeah. being upset that he's so good at piloting this suit. Yeah. And then, but he gets mad and then he just does Dragon Ball Z power up. And uh, Gundam Wing's not the same, but kind of like they're, they're yeah. always trying to kill themselves. And there's one character, it's like, I don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah, and none of them really want to fight in this war, but everybody needs them to. It's like, hey, you guys can stop this war if you help us fight. And they're like, nah. Yeah. We're going through puberty, man. We don't have time for that shit. (laughs) All right, so according to The Hollywood Reporter, Sony has announced a new multi-year deal with Netflix that would give the company an exclusive first pay window licensing deal. That's way too many words for a sentence. In the Mm -hmm. U.S., it allows the streaming platform rights to sony pictures titles right after they come out of theaters so that's pretty cool yeah i think it's going to start in 2022 it's going to have morbius uncharted the sequel to spider-man into the spider-verse uh future movies of spider-man and venom but not let there be carnage in spider-man no way home Mm. i think it's cool but i mean also netflix is one of those things that i always just have uh i have some ones (laughs) yeah 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 not that i pay for to make that very distinct (laughs) statement i just always have it so i so rarely get on netflix 
I don't know why, but I just, there are good shows on there. Like the Voltron is great and they have some really good, not original shows, but re-releases. Yeah. But yeah, whatever. I watched Transformers on um, a lot of kid stuff. I watched Gundam. Oh, that Transformers, Transformers show is good. Yeah. Yeah. Voltron cartoons. So that's pretty much what I use on my Netflix. It's all cartoons. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's pretty cool. What do you think? Do you think that even matters to anybody? That, those, the, the movies that are listed would be the only movies that I would be interested in watching. Sony isn't really known for their Oscar-winning movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> sometimes they put out, like the Sony Picture Studios. Those are good movies. Yeah. Usually. Into the Spider-Verse too, for sure. I'm going to, yeah, that's like the main one. But it, like you said, so many people just have Netflix already that I don't really feel like this is, pulling people towards netflix yeah if they you know or if it was like if it was a paramount plus deal then it'd be like damn now i might have to get paramount plus paramount plus is kind of cool i've heard good things about it but it's just, it's just another streaming thing yeah, yeah i think i'm at my limit at this point i don't know <laughs> you know they the spider-man movies were exclusively on stars mm-hmm for the longest and i never got stars to watch the spider-man movie because it's like i already saw it i'm not gonna get stars just to watch spider-man and it's like the same thing like you said i don't think it's gonna bring people in i don't watch enough even spider-verse which i've seen you know a lot i've actually seen that movie quite a few times yeah but even like the spider-man with tom holland i haven't watched it enough that just renting it wouldn't be a problem you know what i mean yeah i can i can tell you i both the spider-man movies and maybe just about any mcu movie i've either only seen it once or seen it twice mm-hmm. yeah endgame and, and infinity i've probably seen infinity war like four times yeah i've watched infinity war and endgame a few times but like the regular movies that not those big huge ones but the regular movies i, I guarantee once or maybe a second time when it came out on dvd (laughs) yeah i don't think like i've seen iron man 3 a few times because i do like that one and i've seen but i haven't seen thor 1 or thor 2 more than one time more than one time nope and i own thor (laughs) 1 i can tell Uh, you right now that i've seen spider-man 3 more times than i've seen any marvel movie (laughs) for a fact (laughs) i've definitely seen spider-man 2 way more so, and not just because it came out earlier either. Yeah, no. I think I've watched Spider-Man 3 recently and I haven't watched any MCU movie. The recently, good thing so. the good thing about those movies is though they are good, I feel like they don't draw you in like a lot of the newer ones. Though like if Spider-Man can be going on in the background while I'm like drawing yeah, or something. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to be dialed in to it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, more Movie news. Variety Movie has, news. Variety has confirmed that Hollywood veteran Lucy Liu mm, 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 has <laughs> signed on to play the villainous role of Calypso in Shazam. Well, I'm glad that they already named what she was going to be. Yeah, spoiler alert! <laughs> Calypso is the sister of Hespera, played by Helen Mirren. Hmm. Helen Mirren's an old white lady, and... Lucy Liu is, I think, half Japanese, half Chinese. I don't know. She's pretty. I like her freckles. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's half Japanese, half Chinese. I could be making that up, and that might have. I think that's her ethnicity in the Kill Bill movie. Yeah, I don't think that's real life. <laughs> Maybe just, it is. Maybe he wrote the part just I'm, for. I'm uh, blending reality with movies again. 
And both uh, of these characters, of I, Black Adam is supposed to be a movie set in Egypt. So they're just going for it with this one. I wonder if this will have any connection to... Oh, no, Hesper- no, this is Shazam. Sorry, I'm thinking about Black Adam. Yeah, well, I just wonder if Calypso and Hespera, those sound uh, kind of Greek, which is yeah. Wonder Woman's pantheon. I wonder if they'll have any connection there. I don't know. I'm excited to see these movies. Uh, very yeah. low bar, so... Yeah, I, <laughs> to be honest, and we've talked about this, I know we both enjoy Shazam. It's one of my favorites of the DCU. Like, yeah, I... Uh, yeah, it's just fun. Yeah, I, I appreciate like the lighter tone. Yeah, it's very silly, and I appreciate that. Um, Zachary Levi said that he did. Uh, he just worked out for those giant muscles, and wasn't a fake padded suit. He was like, no. He was like, no. This is real. I really worked out, but there's no <laughs> way. <laughs> like, yeah. freaking it looks like, <laughs> and like a blown up suit. Yeah, but he's gonna look stupid next to the Rock because the Rock really has like blown up muscles. Yeah, they're going to be like, I don't know if we can fit you in a leotard, man. They don't <laughs> yeah. make, them, they don't make enough be, material. He's going to be naked. Rock's just going to be naked. They'll just paint him. Yeah, that makes sense. I'd watch that movie. Hmm. <laughs> All right, so rocks. <laughs> okay. Yikes. I have a little bit of comic book news. We don't have a lot of news, guys. Again, this is just, it's gotten to the point where we don't want to talk about all the news that comes out because you already see it by the time we talk about it but these are just some things that i thought were interesting some comic book news is not even three months after batman number one sold for two million dollars which i thought was a big deal the man of steel has outgained the dark knight superman wins again Mm. batman can't beat superman we all know that a copy of action comics number one was sold for 3.25 million dollars in a private sale that's crazy man wow that's a crazy amount of money Mm -hmm. The last time I saw that it was sold, it was like sold for $1.2 million. And that's just for paper. You know, it's just funny that people are, they value. Yeah. Like you can get a copy of number one. Like I had it digitally, you know, like you can get that copy, but you got to have the original. I have a reprint of it. Yeah. But, and it's so crazy because this book is 8.5, which is really rare. I've never seen, I haven't even seen a picture of like a, a recent put together uh action comics number one they're usually pretty destroyed Mm. and they're saying that there's only 41 examples of action comics number one in the world at that grade Um, and only two copies in the world carry a better grade than that that's nuts wow so this other one was a nine that's looks that looks almost brand new yeah well so they I guess with inflation, but anyway, it it undersold the other one. So three point yeah. two, wow, crazy. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy amount of money. I I collect comic books, but I would never imagine. I don't have anything close to worth that much, or I wouldn't imagine. I don't know if I could ever imagine paying that much money. You have to wait eighty years, and then it'll be yeah, right. I have to give it to my kids, kids. I. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't imagine me having enough money. I'm trying to think about what, how much money I would have to have to be able to spend $3.25 million on 26 pieces of paper Mm -hmm. with cartoon characters on it. Well, really 13 folded in half. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Ah, man. 
Well, how much money? Oh, you wouldn't do it. You're not. No, you, I wouldn't, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do it. Now, I will tell you that I have a grail. I do have a grail mm-hmm. that I've been trying to dignify with myself. <laughs> but yeah. there is a uh, soul. It's called Soul of Chokogin. Mm-hmm. Figure of Big O. That's like super detailed. It has the chains that come out of his belt. You can like lift his head up. Do I have all the missiles and stuff like that? And it's got attachments so you can do like the machine gun arm. And people are selling those for like 350 bucks. And I've really... That's not that, for a grail, that's not that much money. No, man. I know. But that's like <laughs> more than I want to spend sober, you know? My grail is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one. That's what I would... I know that if I was in a position that I could spend $40,000 without my wife chopping my head off, I would definitely do it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's my, that's my one and only grail. Like I would do that before, like, even if I had enough money to buy action comics, number one, I think Ninja Turtles means more to me because I don't really give a shit about Superman. Right. I don't. Yeah. Like it would just be, it would be like a flex. Like, Oh, I have millions of dollars to flush down the toilet. (laughs) That's what that would be. (laughs) And then you light it on fire. That's what you do. You buy it and then you light it on fire. Or I eat it or something like that. (laughs) 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 Something real stupid. (laughs) Man, I would love to see that. Like, not something where you just stuff pages in your mouth, but you just like, like it and then you cut it with a knife and put some A one sauce on it. And just... <laughs> now that would be a viral video, <laughs> a three point two million dollar vi- viral video. Maybe one day. Maybe hey, just if... get a copy. Yeah, no one would know. If three point two million of you out there want to join our Patreon, I will do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. I will do it, and I will not even care about it. I probably care a little bit. It'd if a hundred of you, <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. So that's on for my uh, for my big O. I'll just I'll stick it in my butt. <laughs> yeah, I'll do a review video like scantily clad clothes. <laughs> that's pretty cool. So I'm excited uh, that comic books cost that much money. Maybe one day, you know, when my grandkids, grandkids, grandkids find my random box of comic books they'll be like oh this is worth something and then draw over them or some stupid (laughs) (laughs) i colored in this black and white comic for you my life is a sham something i thought was really cool is this is the 10th i guess it's the 10th anniversary of skybound which is an imprint of image i love a lot of their books i mean i would i would say most of their books Mm -hmm. so it's the 10th anniversary of it and then starting in july they're having this thing called it's a five issue limited series titled skybound x x it's going to be the uh first comic book appearance of clementine which if you played the telltales walking dead game she's the main character in that Mm -hmm. uh it has a new story with rick grimes from walking dead called rick grimes 2000 i think it's supposed to be it's supposed to be like a so they rushed the end of walking dead they were just like oh next month this is the last issue yeah and it just ended so this is going to be they're able to like expand on some of the ideas that they had and they're going to do like a sci-fi twist so it's just like a elseworlds type of story with some of these image properties right i'm expecting there to be an invincible story somewhere in there uh i just would imagine because of the hype of the show but they have all there's five issues lots of different properties walking dead um uh what is that book that just came out i can't remember but it looks good uh, yeah, i thought i had it written down valiant black or whatever 
They're not it. No, no Radiant Black's not it. Um, Radiant. <clears throat> I don't know. Lots of titles. I thought I had them down, but I didn't, and I'm drawing a blank. So I'm excited about that. It's going to be worth Clementine's first appearance in comic books because people will go crazy for stuff like that. Yeah. It'll be $600 by the end of the year. And then in two years, it'll be worth nothing. It's the comic book game, man. You got to be in it to freaking win it. Right. I'm just kidding. I just buy comic books that I like. The Walking Dead number. So it already had an uh, alien twist. I don't know. No. No, well, it, it said the, it said the story from Walking Dead seventy five presented the zombie plague as alien in origin and gave mm. the characters from the series a sci fi twist. Yeah, no, I don't know. The story will also elaborate on the non canonical alternate ending. Oh, I guess I did. I didn't read that issue. I guess they had like a special issue number seventy five. I stopped reading Walking Dead a long time ago. Yeah, and I I did pick up the last issue, but it's a it's so it's such a long series, man. Mm-hmm. And I started watching the show, which is much better than the book. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's all the news I got, folks. Let us know if we missed anything important. I feel like there was something that happened today, but who cares? What you got going on, Simon? Anything out there in the figure world? They released a, a Mesco released another Gomez figure today, and apparently it was kind of shortlisted, or they were short supply because I got one, and a lot of people on the forums that I frequent um, complained about it. So I managed to turn this $98 figure into trading for a $175 figure and 80 bucks. So um, nice. So you didn't even really want it. You were just snagging it just because. Well, this is what's funny. So I set up a trade for this other guy for my agent Gomez, which I put in some photos, the guy with the tie and the suit. Yeah. I like that one a lot. I like him, but he's like, whatever. Uh, I also like, I'm not attached to anything that much in my collection. So I traded him that for the hazard squad Gomez, which is like the blue shirt and it's kind of eighties theme. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one a lot with the giant G belt or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I traded for that one straight up. That's coming in the mail. And then today they released a variant of that one. (laughs) Oh, wow. What's it look like? it's like a kind of a he's just got a different color scheme and it's got different head sculpts but as far as accessories they're pretty much the same just gold yeah i really like Um, that one so that's the one i jumped on today and i thought about keeping it but then somebody was like uh i mentioned in our forum like i got one and somebody's like what what do you take for that (laughs) and it's hard because i don't want to be a scalper i'm not asking for like ebay people are asking like 400 dollars already um so i'm not trying to be a scalper but so i traded for one more black skull which i was going to get anyway wait do you have three i have two Hmm. so i want three um and then some money and oh yeah so you know people are selling the black skulls for like 175 so damn not, not bad that's pretty awesome. I mean, I'm the same way when it comes to comic books, man. Like I buy, first of all, I buy what I want, like what I collect every week. I buy what I, and then I go back and every week I probably, I try to make at least one or two older purchases, but like, I don't collect really, you know, I don't know. My stuff is very, I don't know, specific to what I like. So right. it's not necessarily everybody's bag. Like I collect ROM. I know a lot of people don't collect ROM. Ninja old Ninja Turtles. Some people do, some people don't. 
Mr. Miracle. People don't really give a shit about Mr. Miracle. So I buy what I want, but every now and then if I'm like at the store and I see something there that I know people are hunting for and having a hard time, I'd probably buy it. Yeah, see, that's that's become my problem is if, if they do what they have this line. So they uh, among the 112 line, they have the Rumble Society, which is like the Black Skulls, uh, some of the Gomez, uh, like the Dog Nocturnal that I have, the Krig that I have, the um, Baron Bins that I have. And so they'll have those and those go so quick, like so fast that I impulse on those because i'm like this this is currency yeah i have bought this now even if i don't really want it i can trade it later i'm the same uh, way yeah so i kind of hate that yeah. about the collecting world right now um i think it's always how it is though like i'm this like probably. i've been buying um so invincible one is it's it was it before the show came out it was like 1200 bucks mm-hmm. and then there's a second print that came out four months like it came out way way soon four months afterwards it was a larry's world print larry's world i got it for 125 and i and the guy hit me up he was like hey man i i got like 11 of them so i'll you know i'll knock some nutty off if you want to get more than one so i got two more <laughs> some just, nutty just because mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i bought a few more and so it went from 125 right I spent less than $600 for six of them, right? Damn, yeah. And one of them alone now, after the show's been out, is $600. Shit. So right now I'm in the process of selling them. I mean, my, pro- my thought process is I can sell all of them and then use the money to get the number one, but the number one has gone up to like $6,000, so maybe not yet. Yeah, that's uh, that's how it is. Yeah. yeah. So I'm working on it. Uh, that's all we got for our trending topics. Sure, we... yeah, I'm done talking. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you <laughs> said you had something to do at 10. No, was... I got, I've already done it. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, as far as... <laughs> as, far as go- the... What else is going on in your world? I was trying to be <laughs> accommodating. I was looking at the clock. No, I, I'm oh, kidding. Man. As far as uh, other figures, yeah, um, I'm just waiting some for some other of those Rumble Society. And what kills me, so I had actually canceled my order of that Wolverine because I didn't want to pay for it all at once. Uh, yeah. I use PayPal, and Mesco's like, if you use PayPal, it pays for it. Yeah. <laughs> and I just wanted to put down a deposit. Um, so I canceled that, but I did. Uh, I'll have a John Wick coming in and i'll have a is that from mesco yep i'll have a uh christopher reeves coming in thursday or friday i think so hell yeah coming in from puerto rico that's cool i'm excited uh, to see what you do with them man i walked up on simon the other day in the in the middle of the process it was cool to see that's what, not that exciting from well, your end i'm sure well what you were doing i was just like i don't see it and then the picture was like wow that is actually awesome so it's interesting to see it on the outside and then actually see the actual picture. Yeah, it's like there's some logs and an action <laughs> figure. Not uh not seeing it. What do you think about the um new Marvel figures that are coming out with the Iron Man series? 
Uh, I'm excited about that. Like <clears throat> the modular suit's always been my favorite. And I was Me looking too. for one the other day uh, to see if there was any version of it out there. And then you sent that and it was like, done. Yeah, instantly. It's cool. Those uh, guardsmen, the green guy. Mm-hmm. I figured those would go pretty quick because people use them for army builders. Yeah. So if you see any of them, more currency. Yeah, currency. <laughs> Put in the menu, change purse. <laughs> All right, what else you got going on? That's it. <laughs> we're good. We're good. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Now we're going to listen to some ads, guys. We'll see you in a second. Listen, if you're like me, you're tired of going out on the hunt for great pops or NECA figures and finding empty or destroyed displays. That's where Galactic Toys and Collectibles comes in. They have a great selection of Funko, NECA, Gunpla, and trading cards. All your nerd essentials. Their stock is always rotating, so you never know when they'll have that thing that's sold out everywhere else. Use our affiliate link through my Instagram, Simon Toast, in the description or on our website, and surf their stock. You never know what you'll find, and it will really help out the show. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a ton of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I edit? How do I get my show on all the podcasting apps? Well, the answer to all of these questions is pretty simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Simon and I love Anchor. Honestly, we record, we drop it in Anchor, and it's automatically distributed out to our community. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for taking a second to listen to those ads. And as usual, if you didn't, who cares? Yeah. Except for probably our sponsors. They probably want you to listen to them. So we'll tell them you did. Yeah. We'll put in a good word for you. This is the section of the podcast where we do a review. I tried to rhyme there. On a trade. A trade review. Some people might call it. I've heard people say it on the streets. Some people, when they talk about our podcast, they say we do trade reviews. So, a trade review, if you will. Mm-hmm. Before we get into this, I, I want to have a touching moment. Like, I don't want to touch myself or anything like that. Not that. Right, cue wanna, the music. I want to have a <laughs> saxophone. <laughs> so, there is uh, some people that we know. I think it's Comic Book Couple Counseling. is a podcast out there. They curated this list of their favorite comic book podcast, top 10. We didn't make top 10, Mm. but we were on the honorable mentions list, which is huge to me still because we're honorably mentioned and it's some sort of recognition. Um, I'm honored that we're mentioned anywhere. Yeah. And me too. 
which is which is why I'm saying this. It's happened a few times today. Um, you know, sometimes on Twitter, people will say, hey, give me podcast recommendations. And today someone was listed three podcasts and we were one of them. So wow. for me, it's just like, wow, that, that means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've gotten some DMs. Somebody DM'd me the other day saying, hey, I just found y'all's podcast. I love the chemistry between you and Simon. I, You've made me buy Daredevil. You made me buy, you know, all these other books that you say that, that we've reviewed. Which leads me to believe that we should get that Amazon link thing going. <laughs> like, yeah. there's that's kind of stupid that we haven't done that. Well, yeah, I mean, honestly, Nicole asked me the other day. I sent her something, and I got, and there was an affiliate link in there. Yeah, like anybody can do it. Let's see. I'm gonna do that tomorrow. All right. So if you like the issue that we're reviewing today, or like our opinions on it, you'll be able to buy it in the show notes. There, I said it. It has to be done yeah it's out in the open created the magic (laughs) but uh this guy was like hey you know i was listening to an episode and you guys said that if you if you if we had any recommendations you guys read them i think you guys should read this and i was like oh absolutely like if you have a book and so um this person wanted us to read the worst x-men ever which is like a short x-men series or x-men graphic novel so i think we'll be reading that next week we should do that so I don't know if you saw my notes. Um, like I have a list of a few requests that I have for October. I know that's a long time away, but yeah, I think that it would be neat to have a month of just like the the worst stories. <clears throat> if if we if there's recommendations out there, it'd be fun to have the worst stories or come up with some kind of monthly theme. You know, we had uh, Black History Month in February. Mm-hmm. Uh, this month was kind of much podge, but. <clears throat> And we're kind of behind right we now because April. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, next month is May. So if you guys have any ideas out there about what theme May should be, I like that idea a lot. Yeah, um, so we can do NSYNC related because it's going to be May. Yeah, there is an NSYNC comic book out there. <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding. Shit. That would be great if there was. Probably <laughs> is. There, but, there probably is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you guys have any ideas about that, let us know for May. I would love to do themed months. I like that idea a lot. We can do, uh, I think Jack Kirby was born in November. So we Ooh. could do Jack Kirby in November. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's my bag. Um, and again, thank you for all the kind words, man. It's really like uh, people obsess about numbers. Our numbers are, are relatively good, for, in my opinion. Um, but we for, don't care about numbers. No, I mean, just for what we do. <laughs> like, they're good, but... We're not just, really worried about it because it's essentially I'm, just me and Simon talking about it or talking to each teasing. other. You know, you know what I'm saying. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's essentially Simon and I talking to each other. So all the other stuff is just sort of like a cherry on the top. Mm-hmm. So uh, I do really, it really warms my heart whenever people have kind words to say about us and I appreciate yeah. it. Cherry on top of your whipped cream covered genitals. Gross. And it's always <laughs> Simon saying something gross. <laughs> he has a problem, guy. Tourette's. <laughs> yes, Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's a long-winded way to say thank you and let's get to the trade review this week on the podcast episode 96 wow look at that's us it's crazy man episode 96 we are going to be reviewing second coming it's in a book published by ahoy comics originally the interesting story is originally supposed to be under dc i think vertigo was going to do it maybe maybe vertigo they do sort of their their uh, 
not so safe stuff under vertical but Vert- vertical got shut down and i think this book dc didn't want to really touch mm-hmm. it got a lot of backlash when it was first announced the award-winning uh, writer mark russell he wrote snagglepuss and the flintstones if you haven't read flintstones out there in the world the comic book is so good and i never thought it was going to be good but it's weirdly good hmm. so um <laughs> hey fred yeah it's weirdly good check it out i've heard snagglepuss was good i never read it the artist in this story was richard pace he did pit which the Mm. the the years between these two stories to me is like what was he doing in between like did he get a regular job yeah because pit is very 90s we both know pit i uh not personally but i i I haven't met him i'm a fan (laughs) and then new warriors so it's like well what was he what was he doing in between these years (laughs) This decade working at Lowe's, <laughs> probably he still has Lowe's nose, still talented person. Um, yeah, so if you have heard anything about this book, you can understand sort of where the backlash would come from. It's a book about Jesus, right? Jesus. Which is it's a sensitive subject for a lot of people, but I feel like it shouldn't be, right. I, I feel agree. like people should openly be able to talk about it without getting pissed off. It it's more about which is funny because people want to climb or they want to be in defense of God or Jesus, but you know, I'm pretty sure they got a sense of humor and if not, they yeah. would have just burned the shit out of Mark Russell. And, <laughs> and they Richard honestly Pitt. and they honestly don't need people to defend them. Right, yeah, it really comes down to people are like, well, no, that's not right. It's like, you don't know either. Yeah. You don't know. No one does. Right. I will, early, I, we don't do early thoughts, but I'm going to say I was intrigued by the premise. Sure, yeah, definitely. It was supposed to be a DC book, so the idea was, what if Jesus came down and hung out pretty much with Superman? what would that you know what shenanigans would they get into Mm -hmm. which it seems superman is this god-like character not you know god as in the big man of stairs but you know above humanity right Uh, and and jesus is jesus you don't need any introduction on who jesus is maybe you do i'm sorry if you do yeah for those who don't know i don't want to be naive but I, I was interested. And I, we, even we talked about it before. I was like, this is something, you know, with all of the uh, the backlash that it's gotten. And I've throughout the years have gone through many um, thought processes on when it comes to religion and my personal faith. And so I thought something like this was in my wheelhouse, something that I, I don't want to sound high and mighty, but something that I feel like that I could really understand and, and get something from because I try not to be judgy. I try to listen to because I, I have friends that are atheists. I have friends that are Catholic. My wife wife is extremely Catholic. I have people from all walks of life that are very important to she's, me. Sorry, she's extremely Catholic. She's I just like, imagined she's her a, like she's wearing a nun suit right now. Yeah, she's skateboarding on a <laughs> on a skateboard that looks like the Pope. Yeah. She's wearing a Pope hat. When you walk into her house, there's like the <laughs> there's extreme ah, I get it. I get it oh man that's funny um so yeah so let's go issue number one i'm gonna lead it off second coming issue number one okay issue number one if you didn't know 
Number one. God commands Earth's mightiest superhero, Sunstar, to accept Jesus as his roommate and teach him how to use power in a more powerful way. Jesus, shocked at the way humans have twisted his message over two millennia, vows to straighten them out. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're reading this in trade form, it might be good. I read it in individual issue form. Um, because sometimes when Simon and I read things in trade form, it, it blurs, you know, the lines. And we're like, oh, I don't really know where issue one stops and where issue two starts. So this was a big issue. Issue one is a, a exercise issue and issue six is a big issue. So mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I got halfway through and I was like, whoa, I'm still reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's up with all, damn, what's up with all these books? Uh, I did thumb through it and I was like, there's a lot of words. That is not necessarily a negative for me. Sometimes it can be. So I yeah. get weary when it is. Right. Yeah. I, the introduction of God in this is very interesting because he is such to me like reading. I, so this is not a flex, but I've read the Bible, read the whole thing. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> and Old Testament God. I have a theory about God and Jesus. And, um, it kind of plays it out in here, which I appreciate, but <clears throat> it's not really a theory. I feel like it's common, but anyway, I'm basically God is kind of a dick in the old Testament. Like yeah. he's very vengeful, jealous, angry, yeah. whatever. Um, but I appreciate the way they put him in this. He's like, kind of, he gets kind of bored. He's like, ah, if you leave him alone for five minutes, you know, uh, they think that you that they're gonna die, yeah. uh, which I appreciate. And then, but so he's really vengeful. But then, you know, the whole idea of Jesus is that he, he comes down in human form. He understands the human existence, becomes kinder, whatever. Of course, this doesn't really play into that because they're separate entities. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I feel like you know that's Jesus's bag. He's like trying to identify. For sure. Uh, yeah, but that was a hot take. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this whole episode, a little probably late in the episode to preface it. We've talked about it numerous times. We're not political. We're not a religious podcast. So we're not trying to sway you on religion or anything like that. This is just how we feel about this comic book. Right, yeah. Uh, so like I know I talked about like sort of my wavering religious beliefs. You believe whatever you want to believe. That's cool, guys. You yeah. don't have to be a lost soul like me. <laughs> <laughs> Issue one was cool because, like you said, I loved the relationship between the two of them. Uh, he sends his son down and his son's not really like him. Well, He's, and he doesn't even. So he, I mean, it's kind of voluntary, like, yeah. uh, which is interesting. It's, God has given up on these people because uh, it, it does the Adam. It shows the Adam and Eve story, which it gets pretty graphic. We see penis fruit vagina fruit yeah um so immediately i was like well this is a grown-up book <laughs> yeah i thought the same thing it was like that's a dick <laughs> <laughs> and so but it shows the whole interaction between adam and eve and how they drop the ball as we all know and uh his frustrations just with humanity and it, t- it talks about you know other instances that are well known <clears throat> and he just gives up and then Jesus, I loved it. He was just on this beanbag and he was like, 
Why don't you just let me take a crack at it? <laughs> yeah. What's the worst that could happen? And he's like, you know what, son? Yeah, you go down there, smite some people, you show them who's boss, and you know, whip him into shape. That's a, that's a great idea. Show them, you know, what we're about. And he does quite the opposite. Right. Yeah. Mercy and yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's um, funny because you know, they, I don't even. I think it's this issue, um, because it's it's a long issue. But he comes back after he gets crucified. He's like, you were down there for 32 years, man. Yeah, yeah. 30 <laughs> years is all you can make it. You got uh, killed. <laughs> oh, man, I thought that was great. Yeah, that was. And it's just interesting because it's still like. I don't know. It kind of goes through the story can, uh, canonically as far, yeah, yeah, yeah. as far as the Bible is concerned. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, if you're really, looking, if you're looking for a, if you're looking for blasphemy, if you're looking for something to be, if you're one of those people that are looking for something to be angry about, this book is for you. There's a lot of things <laughs> in it that you could get pissed off about if you were one of those people. But it it definitely, I mean, overall, it definitely, you know, raises some questions about how yeah. we would view. Yeah, and it's satire at its base form you know mm-hmm. um but like the forward says at the beginning of the book it's like if jesus did come back people would think he was a crazy person right yeah there's no way that he would come back right now and everyone would be like oh man that's jesus yeah if like, i walked in the middle of the street and started claiming i was the messiah even if yeah. i could perform miracles people would probably freak out you know you know one thing that i did think was cool and i, I know it's not this easy so i'll wait uh, okay so yeah, this issue was cool. It was long, but it basically and uh, it talks about Jesus coming back and and to heaven, and God says you can't ever, don't even look at them, don't look at them. You're stuck here. Yeah, you can't never go back there. And he's like, hey, I told him I'd be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be coming. He's like, no, you ain't going back down there. And then they're just hanging out, watching TV or what? Or God's watching Earth, his TV, and he sees essentially this is super sunstar is superman yeah sort of like a you know morally flexible superman but superman yeah yeah that was the big thing is his morals were kind of and then he's definitely i love how puny they drew him yeah like for a superman like a christopher reeves kind of christopher reeves had a little bit more muscle but like a christopher reeves right yeah which i always appreciate because that really shows the strength of superman um but yeah he comes down and he's kind of he's kind of a dickhead (laughs) you know kicks the Um, shit out of these alien robots or whatever they think they're alien robots (laughs) yeah he's like merciless just merciless sorry uh, i'm sorry for yawning i heard it on the last episode <laughs> i was like damn <laughs> but anyway yeah he's like they're like oh no d- please don't <laughs> he just knocks their he's heads like, off. nah don't rob banks they're stupid crunch <laughs> just like kills them mm-hmm. um i thought that was cool and then jesus or god sees him and he's like oh that's what it's about that's what you're supposed to be doing right and so he's yeah. like hey um you see him with this version of Lois Lane, they're trying to have a baby. They want to have a family. They can't. And uh, God pops up and he's like, hey, man, I need you to take my son under your wing. And this is like a shock. They're just in bed. And he's like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus is there. 
yeah and that pretty much is how, how it ends and i thought it was great i thought this book was i don't want to say genius but going into it i was like oh this is this is gonna be a, a hard one to get through because it's kind of slow mm-hmm. but as it progressed through even this first issue i was like okay i'm i, I like this I w- one thing i will say as a complaint is mm-hmm. i wish that they just as like another poke the bear situation i really wish that they would have made jesus like darker skin like i wish they would have yeah. made him what he's supposed to be i mean he's a he's like a israeli he's a palestinian yeah. i think so i uh, yeah yes i agree with you mainly because like again i'm religiously flexible so mm-hmm. <laughs> but mainly i agree with you because they referenced it in the book later right he says uh is he a white or something they say something and sun star is like eh, no not really right yeah <laughs> like, is he yeah, a white yeah. guy or something he's like no not not really but yeah. then he looks like a white guy though yeah the whole time he really does um but yeah or black would have been really cool too i would have yeah. really appreciated that um this guy, okay listen mark russell he got enough he got enough hate, man. If he would have thrown <laughs> Black Jesus in this, he would have got stoned. I appreciated that, the how they explained this, the timeline, though, also. He's like, uh, I give, I, he made these rules, but all they want to do is kill each other. He, he's talking to, he's setting out the commandments, and he's like, thou shalt not kill. Do you want any wiggle room in that? He's like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I kill. What happens if you kill? You get you get killed. Yeah, you're been put to death. Yeah, no, that's great. That really that was, it was so good. And I had that lady about to get stoned, and it was like all these people. And it's true. I mean, we see it in today's society, and in, in further issues, they reference it again as people bend some of this stuff to make their thought processes and the things that they do justified. Right. And um, I thought it was clever how they referenced it in sort of a satirical kind of way, but also true. A lot of times people, <clears throat> by the way, there are some cultures that still stone people like that yeah. and women get buried to their neck. So if they, <laughs> again, not political, but <clears throat> if they escape from the hole that's dug for them, they escape the stoning women are buried to their neck and men are buried to their waist (laughs) so you can imagine that uh more men get out of that situation than women the world is a crazy place right and and that's what i appreciate that this book doesn't hold back doesn't pull any punches so i appreciated that yeah same issue Uh, two what you got all right Number two, when the when a weirdo stalks and threatens Sunstar's girlfriend, Jesus tries to prevent the superhero from succumbing to rage, but God has other plans. <clears throat> so, yeah, this issue is... I love the um, fallibility of humanity in this issue. Like, Sunstar, you know, you find out it's no big deal. Security will handle it. But he's like, I'm a fucking superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm his wife wants to feel, or his girlfriend wants to feel, uh, or she doesn't want him to like be the macho caveman, like she even references right. it. You know, she's yeah. like, no, you, 
if you weren't here, I would be able to handle it. Like I'm, you know, powered, powerful woman. I can handle it myself. Yeah. But he's also like, I'm Superman. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can take care of this. No one should be messing with Superman's girlfriend. Right. So just the just the going back to this guy several times and like warning him and like be, I mean it's just a dude right it's just a guy <laughs> so yeah it's kind of well um, at first he doesn't even do it he listens to his girlfriend but then uh, and then Jesus is also like man just let it go man chill but then God steps in mm-hmm. and he's like hey let me take you to heaven and let me tell you like hey yeah people make mistakes i'm god and i make mistakes man like it's okay that you should still do whatever you want to do pretty much right and then he goes back down to earth he's like yeah you know what i'm gonna pay this asshole a visit (laughs) scares the shit out of him and or jesus stops him the first time or this time and he's like let me handle it he's like all right man handle it and jesus is like listen man stop all right Mm. don't do it again i forgive you and so i was like what the fuck <laughs> that's not <laughs> yeah. what i meant man. <laughs> and then he flips out and it happens like you said more than once in this issue um i appreciate it i appreciate that this issue was normal sized yeah i appreciated that yeah one thing that uh i think it was touched on last issue is i think uh <clears throat> It's kind of funny that Jesus is like a sidekick character. Doesn't really know what's going on or what to do. Um, He's still processing it. Like he even references like when he left Earth, it was way different. And even right. though this, a lot of the same tones are the same, like it's just a way different landscaping. So he's he's still trying to find his place. But yeah, he's very much a sidekick in this, in which yeah. a lot of people would be offended about. Right. I would rather see him like that than kicking ass like that. Yeah. There's another book that's like Jesus versus vampires or something or some shit. Zombies. Something. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've, I've read a lot of Jesus books, so yeah. Oh, you know his whole... American Jesus, Battle yeah. Pope. I mean, Bibliography, huh? I know a few of them, and I have, too, also read a giant chunk of the Bible. I skimmed through a lot of that stuff, though. Some some kind some of it's kind of rough. Okay, um, I'll skip through a lot of, and the scary parts. I I, I tend to stop reading because then I'm like, like yeah, nope, <laughs> <laughs> not gonna make me feel stuff, book. <laughs> but uh, I, I I one thing that I really like, which comes to head in the last issue, is how defiant Jesus is to like what God wants him to do, and even what Sunstar wants him to do, like. Because Sunstar is supposed to be teaching him how to be this thing. Yeah, Sunstar is going through his own shit too. Yeah, very human character. Yeah. Very fallible. But um, <clears throat> I love that he just keeps kind of going with the mercy play, which doesn't work that well in every situation. And most of the time it, it kind of backfires on him. Um, yeah. But anyway. Uh, very human character, like you said. Um, which plays a lot to it being Superman. It, it would not work if it was Superman. We, we get that. Like, it, yeah. there's no way DC would make would put the S on this dude's chest. He's not. Well, not only that, but Superman is uh, so much more wholesome than this. Yeah, Star character. That's uh, like the cornerstone of his character, right? It, and that's why it's such a big deal when he's like evil or something like that, because he's that's he's the Boy Scout. He's the the superhero that 
the archetype that everybody's based off pretty much Mm -hmm. and but just like superman he came to earth as a kid and was raised by humans so he has and he mentions it in either this issue or the next one that he or i think god references it he says that he has the powers of a god but the mind or jesus says it. he has the powers of a god but the mind of a man and so Mm -hmm. that is like ripping him apart it's like conflicting i actually think he says it himself when he's in heaven yeah i think sunstar says yeah 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 that might that makes more sense um so i i appreciate that which is kind of interesting because i feel like that's jesus's whole deal it's like he i don't know like he's the mind of a god but the body of a man as far as when he's on earth um but i feel like with jesus it's all he always knew what was going on and he put himself in these situations like being there i like how they made joseph kind of like a dick uh he put himself in the situation with his family you know with his brothers he did the whole thing we got betrayed i loved the judas stuff i can't remember what issue was judas was in yeah again it it really does kind of mash together yeah yeah because the story goes uh like you said canonically canonically <laughs> with the bible like a lot of these things actually happen in the story so yeah um yeah issue two you still in you like it so far yeah um i do one thing so we'll we'll get into art later but i do really like we didn't discuss in issue one that when it's talking from god's point of view or jesus's point of view or anything historical the artwork is different than when it's talking like from sunstar's point of view is that right sunstar yeah. yeah sunstar's point of view or it's more comic booky it's very yeah. uh dichotomous which is cool i like um, that too i can r- really really appreciate that mm-hmm. because when i first opened it up i was like maybe the art style is not my bag we'll see though i was like that too i was like mm, okay. we'll see and even there were some there were some parts where i was like this may not be my my style of artwork but like you mentioned, the nuances and and everything to me had a meaning, right? As far as the way it was directed, so I appreciated that, and which made it all the more better. Uh, issue number three: Searching for his grandmother, Sunstar is forced to confront the shortcomings of his superpowers. Jesus left on Jesus, left, <laughs> Jesus left on his own for the day. Runs a foul, runs a foul of street preachers. Whatever that means, Lex. <laughs> i thought it was great his um they're going back to smallville his lois lane i don't know her name so yeah. lois lane calls him and it's like hey the retirement home called your grandma's missing he's like damn it not again jesus are you gonna be all right and he's like i'm a man of the people i'll be all right he's yeah. still not, not naive but he is naive in the story um he's it, it's something like he's used to immortality and heaven yeah. so yeah yeah and he knows at the end of the day he's gonna be all right because if he dies he goes back home so it's like that'd be uh, relatively all right man mm-hmm. as sunstar goes and you see this great more human side of sunstar again i don't know if at this point when i'm reading it for the first time i don't know if i like him no, I don't think I do either. Like, he's not a relatable character. I don't. I mean, he's kind of a prick. He's like a spoiled, mm. 
brat kind of dude. And it's funny because you see see other superheroes in this uh, story, and they, it, while you're thinking this in issue three and issue four or five, they say that they say, yeah. "Oh, we yeah, fuck that guy. We don't we don't like." Him. Yeah, it's like a group therapy session. Yeah. Um. And it's funny, apparently, I don't know if you read this in the end, so that when they get to the group therapy session, I think some of that might be in issue three and issue four. Yeah, they do it multiple Uh, times. That was based on a play that they had written. Oh, I didn't read that. Yeah, at the end, I think Mark Russell explains that he was in this like play about superheroes. And so the drawing of the Batman type character was based on their friend who had passed away or whatever. Oh, wow, that's uh, awesome. But I, I think it's interesting that the, those group sessions of superheroes is like based on on actual play. Like, you know, it was based on live media before it was. In a wow, comic. that makes me appreciate that. I loved it. Anyways, like the, one of the characters was Robot, which I was like, that is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The boat. Yeah. He's like, like R-O-W. Yeah. yeah, but it's a robot. And I was like that is the greatest thing for okay we've talked about it numerous times simon and i have created this comic book universe where we have a lot of what we think are cool characters but with like i would say people would think they're terrible names and terrible premises mm-hmm. but it's are it's more of like a can you make a great character and it not be about you know the name or anything like that and so when I saw this character, I was just like, that is genius. Right. I just, I loved that character so much. And he's only in it in those group therapy <laughs> parts. Yeah. Uh, sorry to get sidetracked. Is that, Satan, is Satan well, in the show yet? Or in the, uh, uh, they do mention him because he talks about his temptation. So mm-hmm. they, they, do, they do mention him previously, I think. <clears throat> I think you're right. Uh, so this part of these like group therapy sessions, I will say really reminded me of um, top 10. Yep. Uh, and a little bit of, I think just top 10, but yeah. anyway, I was just kind of thinking of like these random heroes, almost like the tick too. They <laughs> like these. Yeah. Because the tick is cool, but the characters are all lame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, like you said, they, they, we talk about Satan in this. I think Jesus references him for the first time because he talks about the temptation where he goes out and stands in the desert. Mm-hmm. And because, and this is what I wanted to talk about earlier. I think it's this issue. Um, man, no, it might be the second issue. It might be the next issue. In this issue, Jesus is left by himself and mm-hmm. he, again, runs into these street preachers which have these signs up that say god hates fags yeah, yeah. Word. i'm sorry but that's what it says and just like those kind of people you know those people everybody knows those people right yeah yeah yeah. people that and, are twisting the word to their yeah, own person. yeah and they yell in your face about it um and here is jesus like hey man uh what's up and he's like <laughs> i thought it was I thought this part was absolute genius. Uh, and I might have it wrong again. He said, Paul said this and this and this. And he was like, who the hell is Paul? Yeah, who is Paul? <laughs> I really like that too, because that brings in a, a lot of people. I mean, it's kind of proven now. Uh, yeah. 
that a lot of these books were written 30 to 40 years after uh-huh. they happened yeah or things with paul like that's written way after everything yeah. happened um and i i love that like he said what he said he saw me in a vision <laughs> yeah like, uh, how convenient <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i thought it was just great like i laughed out loud he was like who who is paul i told peter <laughs> to say yeah. something i told this and this and this to say something i don't yeah. even know paul yeah matthew, i thought that was so luke great. and john peter yeah. matthew luke and john yeah but yeah i don't even know and then they he did this whole thing it's like religion became a bad thing or he said, you knew it was bad whenever the Romans took it on as their religion. Like, <laughs> right, yeah, which is super funny. I had never, ever considered that. Me either. He's like, and then they used it. He's like, empires don't give a shit about religion, man. Yeah, it was so crazy when you think about the Romans yeah. crucifying Christ, but then they're like, you know what? This is our national religion yeah. now. This yeah. is our empire. That's what, I thought this issue was genius. I did. And every part about it, I, I loved. And then he gets into a fight they, with these guys because he's like, he's going against everything they're saying. And he's like, listen, man, I never said that stuff. And he's like, it's weird that he's like, I think it's really funny that people are saying these things and I've never met these people. Or these people weren't around when I was saying these things. They're twisting words. Get to a big fight, and police officers come in and like, we're gonna take this guy to jail. Or he gets his ass kicked by these street preachers, and they take Jesus to jail. Because mm-hmm. they're like, What's your name? So he's like, Jesus Christ. And he's like, Nope. Nah, he's crazy. You can't yeah. say that. You <laughs> can't say that. It's he's like, crazy. That's my name. And so I thought that was great. I think that's how it ends. Um, oh no. Sunstar goes to Smallville and he's just like, I get it. I don't like going to my hometown. Not necessarily this extreme, like at all. But, you know, a lot of people leave because they have bad memories of hometown or whatever. Uh, and I, I have a mixed bag, but he's going back and he's he has relatively fond memories, but he had to leave to be a hero pretty mm-hmm. much. And when he goes back, nothing's the same. It's like, oh yeah, big dude, condos. I totally forgot all these big buildings, and his best friend's house is still there. And he's like, oh my gosh, this is important. My friend's house is still there. The tire swings on the on outside still, just how I imagined it. My house has to be the same. It's next door. He right, goes next yeah, door, yeah. and it's like a sex shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, dildos all in the window. <laughs> But his grandma um, suffering from dementia. And she goes back to their house because she had to live with them, and she doesn't know why there's all these sex toys in there. And I thought it was so good, man. Yeah, she keeps going back there. It was very, very funny. That's yeah. like the first thing he sees is like a strap on on a mannequin. <laughs> it's funny, and it's just it, it humanizes him even more because it shows his frustrations. Just you know being human but also come to the realization that he's not human and like how do you care about these things still right should he care about like his grandma is probably like his last connection to that place so i mean i it's i'm i don't like sunstar in issue three yet i will tell you spoiler alert i do end up liking him but uh not yet yeah yeah he's still kind of huh yeah but 
he represents from a boy in the last episode. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. he shows up. Uh, issue four, take it away. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I don't know why I did. My bad. Uh, Jesus Christ is missing. Sunstar bum, recruits. Bum, bum. Yeah, Sunstar recruits a team of lesser costume heroes who resent his great power to assist him in the search for the Son of God. Yeah, so we talked about earlier. These it starts out with these these superheroes. Like, man, we hate him. I love the Batman character, whatever his name is, Nightman. Yeah, something something really. Uh, he's just like bitching, and everyone else is like, "Hey, dude, like." your whole thing is you got a bunch of money from your dad right and he's like yeah three billion whatever yeah yeah you're it's rich just, it's like what it's so good because it's like the perfect batman he's a billionaire like mm. at the end of the day you have superheroes that have no money and he's a billionaire yeah that's one thing i'll people don't like it they don't like those movies, but Justice like it did crack me up. It's like, so what's your power? I'm rich. <laughs> like that's that's fucking. That's fun. the truth. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I thought that was good too. <sighs> so Jesus Christ is missing, right? So he's in jail. He's in jail. He's talking to the pinecone kid. <laughs> yeah, that shit was good. <laughs> it was so oh, good. <laughs> I and don't it, even know the reference. Like, is there a reference? I don't know. I don't. He eats pine cones. I don't yeah. know if it's reference to anything else. Why is he in jail? He's in jail because he ate pine cones. He was just, I don't know. I think he's like one of the people that, you know, uh, some of those crazy people out there call scenes and they do crazy stuff and they just lock them up. Yeah. It's but sad. He becomes a follower, right? He's yeah. his first real follower. And I love that they reference it. Like Jesus even comes to realization, like, man. Like you know, he hasn't. He starts thinking back, and he's like, "Yeah, like." And this is the Judas stuff. He's like, "Yeah, my 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 original followers weren't geniuses. They weren't mm-hmm. like men of high power. They were all like kind of shitty dudes." Because he gets he gets his first guys, and they're like, "Hey, we know a guy his name's Judas. His religion. He's kind of morally flexible." And right. Jesus is like, ah, "Fine." <laughs> and then he goes against Judas. And right. then he starts to show that all these guys are just kind of like morally flexible or, you know, have nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he just sort of builds this following from that. <laughs> right. He's like, do you want to be fishers anymore? Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, do you really think he's the son of God? He's like, I know I don't want to be a fisher for the rest of my life. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm down for whatever. Yeah. So I thought that was great. Um, yeah. And it just, it has the whole back and forth between him and Judas. I feel like that's not talked about enough. You know, I, I, as I mentioned at the very beginning of this, I, I feel like people are so sensitive about religion that they're unwilling to talk about it at all. Right. They're afraid of any. So, like, not to get into it. Yeah. Um, but I'm a Christian. I mean, like, but everybody should question, right? I think it's important. You should always question. Um. But I, I, you're right. Like people are so afraid of what they might find or what answers they might find or whatever. They're they, they're so afraid of that that they don't want to look into it or have fun with it. Um, yeah. Or the, and that's my thing is like if we're going there. Like, sorry, folks. I my we raise our family 
spiritually. I know some people hate that word. It's kind of crazy, but I feel like that represents it the most. Like, right. I know that I'm not smart enough to understand the whole gravity of religion. And I know that I don't know anybody that's smart enough to grasp it. So therefore I would never tell somebody honestly, like, Hey, you should believe this. Or I would never listen to someone that says, Hey, you need to believe this because there's no way in hell that that person 100% knows they're right. Right. Yeah. At this point, it's over 2000 years old. Who knows? So like you said, why not entertain the conversation? Like, it's not like we're all doing crystal meth off of, you know, pentagrams or anything like that. Pentagram sake. I kind of like the fanfic of it all. Like, yeah creating non-sexual fanfic about <laughs> yeah about religion let's yeah. talk about it guys it's okay yeah you're not gonna get struck down um but <clears throat> i don't know this issue was interesting um overall. I, appreciate, I appreciate jesus in jail uh he's talking yeah. to the guy again pinecone kid whatever his name is well and it's a similar situation that he's been in yeah right? he's talking to him very going through the lunch line and he's like so jesus tell me this and this big nazi is like uh jesus are you one of them illegal aliens right yeah and he's like well technically <laughs> yeah. so, you can't remember you steal a job and he's like honestly i haven't had a job in like two thousand years you're stealing our welfare he's like i'm part of the white christian whatever he said and Jesus is just like, I, I don't know, man. Sorry. The one thing I, I like about this book in general is just how much it makes fun of the the quote unquote fake Christians, like yeah. people that bend. And again, this isn't a religious commentary, but because <clears throat> people can bend whatever they want to, to their word, like yeah. something, especially as old as the Bible, like this means this, but we're talking about a document that was translated from hebrew to greek from greek to english (laughs) yeah and then they're gonna be like that's what it means it's like did you study the other languages because you don't know shit um yeah go to google google translate and translate something (laughs) into spanish and then talk to somebody that speaks spanish and they'll be like yeah that's all wrong and then this even jesus is like yeah i said that but i feel like they stopped listening after they heard what they wanted to hear (laughs) yeah I said one thing and they were like, what did he say? Oh yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I did like that. He was like, and then he even references it. And I think I, it's funny to me and not funny, like uh busting gut funny, but like more like, a, Oh, that's clever. He says, I think my biggest mistake was not hiring a biographer. Yeah. <laughs> like that's probably where I messed up. Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that was cool. Um, the big, huge Nazi guy. Uh, or no, he's not a Nazi, even though he has a swastika on his head. He's a white Christian follower of prison. Mm-hmm. Says spork me, and he's about to stab. <laughs> he's about to stab Jesus, but then Pineco Kid jumps in the way, man. Yeah, takes a good. spork. Take a spork for Jesus for the big J for JC, which I thought was cool, man. I thought it was great. <clears throat> Can I stop here for a second and yeah. and tell you how funny I think when people say JC <laughs> like. Like they're on a first name. <clears throat> that shit always cracks me up. They're like, you know, big ups, JC. It's corny. <laughs> I just, it's so funny to me it because it's so corny. Yeah. It'll so. be the last day I go to a, 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 if I'm at church and someone says that, you know, okay, so we at our church back in Wichita, they had like a 30 minute, just like 
rock concert, not rock concert, but like soft rock concert. But yeah. if they were at the end, they would say shit like that and be like, ah, Hands I'm done. For, <laughs> hands up for JC. Then I would be like, ah, I'm out of here and I would just leave. Yeah. Sorry. I roll. So I like this issue. I don't remember. Satan has to be back by now. I think he, oh, before he gets arrested, before Jesus, so in issue three, he was there. Mm-hmm. Before he gets arrested, Satan meets him at the diner and he says, "Hey man, I need to talk to you." Um, uh, you, he's like, "Hey, I'm not gonna believe anything you say. You're fucking Satan. <laughs> like, duh, I'm not listening to you." Right. He's like, "Listen, if anything happens, I'm, I'm trying to save the world, or I'm trying to stop the end of the world." And he's like, "Well, whatever. You, you know, your plans always suck." He's like, "It's not me. It's God. If anything happens to you now, he's just gonna pull the plug on the whole thing." Right, yeah. But you find out that he might not be lying in this situation. Right, because something's already happened to you twice, right? Because yeah. Because you, you were sac- you were crucified the first time, and then you already been put in jail and shit. So yeah. And so he's and he's like, "Where'd you get this information from?" And then so it kind of tells the it shows the truth behind it because God's going to therapy, which I thought was great. I thought that should be like a whole thing in its own. Like I would mm-hmm. love to read a book about god being in therapy and like dealing with this his stuff yeah like the screw tape letters but god's point of view in therapy that would be funny yeah and then one of the receptionist angels hears like how hurt he was but you don't ever see how hurt he was that they did that to his son Mm -hmm. like i don't give a shit i'll shut it down (laughs) well and it makes you wonder if that's just satan making that up it's true that's true. I didn't think that it was still, it was still funny imagery. Yeah, yeah, it was funny to see him like you know Doctor Katz <laughs> talk, <laughs> talking about Dr. how Katz. sad he was. Gosh, such a good show. Uh, so that was cool. This issue is good. Satan's back. You know, you can never trust Satan. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Back so. again. But he wants to be. Uh, he tries to cut a deal. I don't mm-hmm. know if he does it in issue four. But leading into issue five, he says um, he wants to he wants to make a deal. I don't know who he makes the deal with, though. Can't remember. But I know he wants to cut a deal with God that he will protect uh, Jesus on yeah, Earth. Who does he cut that way? I, I think the angel or the receptionist angel meets him at the diner, the same one that he apparently got the information from, and he's like, "Hey." I want to cut a deal. I want back in. Yeah. And you see, uh, you see this, I thought was beautiful dialogue between him and God. And it shows early, early days of God, God, the early years where he's (laughs) showing Satan, all these things and Satan's, you know, his, his right hand man. And he's Lucifer still. Yeah. Yeah. And he's appreciating all this stuff. And then he instantly gets shunned because Adam's there. And Adam's just like this guy with his dick out, being a guy with his dick out. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to call you a mole. I'm going to call you a rat. You are a mole rat. He's just right. Like, yeah. He's dumbass. already, yes. Uh, Lucifer is already naming things. And then, yeah, they got yeah. like dad dick Adam out there. And then he shows that he's like, I was made from Starfire. And this guy was made from mud. And you chose this guy to be the, and so it shows like this whole arc of why lucifer which we all know the story but we lucifer tries to take over and all these things um and i will say it's kind of funny 
going back to issue one that they show the fruit of the tree of knowledge is like a like dick fruits and vagina fruits because a lot of people when they say like adam i mean when they say like the apple or whatever like it's never described in the bible it's never yeah. said it's just a fruit they never say it's an apple fruit yeah uh, uh so I think it's interesting that they just made this whole thing. They didn't yeah. even they didn't even go like, oh well, it's probably a fig. Like that's all conjecture. Yeah. They said it's a penis and vagina. It's a dick fruit. fruit. Yeah. <laughs> I do yeah, also I like when Satan's like, yeah, it was like I was out there hanging out and it was like fucking spring break every night, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. just having sex constantly. And so he's scorned, but he wants back in. He gets. He's tired of being the bad guy mm-hmm. he wants to be back in the good graces and um god comes and hears him out but he also is like he is because he lives he you know for so long he's like i never said that shit mm, that wasn't me <laughs> and satan's like yeah man you did <laughs> And then he's like, you know, just give me some time to think about this. Because he, I mean, he's offering to protect his son. Right. Which obviously is an important thing to God. And um, he says, the next rainfall, I'll leave you a message. And then he, God goes to, which I don't even know if we see Sunstar. Sunstar and then bust, uh, we have a whole interaction of them trying to bust what's his name? What's his name? Jesus out of jail. (laughs) Bust what's his name? so um yeah they get coffee they talk well this is now we're talking you want to talk about issue five now yeah we're in issue five i I read that didn't i no i didn't Mm -mm. so yeah now we're in issue five jesus is still or jesus is out of jail at this point they bust him out in issue four so god and satan meet up they're getting coffee Sunstar receives a tempting offer from a brutal dictator. Jesus shares some sad, secret memories with his flock. Uh, the Sunstar story in this, I was like, damn, what? <laughs> it almost seemed like filler, but at the same time, it was like, that's sad. Well, yeah, and they kind of just, they, they bring up that uh, the dictator, I think, in an earlier issue. Um. Yeah, because he talks to Satan, right? Right. Yeah. And he's he like, "Can you make can you make this place the most powerful place on the planet?" And he's like, "Yeah, but you might want to hurry up." Right. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So that that character becomes who he contact who uh, contacts Sunstar so he could adopt a kid, which is yeah. interesting. They have had him and his girlfriend have had a terrible time adopting a kid or having a kid or just starting a family in general, and so this dictator. It's like, hey, we have all these kids. You should come adopt one from here. And he's like, mm, I don't know if I should be dealing with dictators. And his girlfriend's like, well, and she makes valid points. Like, you, you're basically saving a kid from over there. You know, you could a kid could be with us, or he could be an indentured servant in the, you know this warlord's you know world. Right. Goes over there. He, apparently, this guy gets off on like punching things that are bigger than him chokes out a rhino punches a bear <laughs> yeah and uh i knew it was no good whenever he gets he he's like yeah go to this orphanage and he's like flying in the middle of nowhere like you know the meme of christopher Reeves flying and it's like the miss the joke meme where he's like <laughs> it was like it was flying out there like that 
and um he gets down to the orphanage and it's like orphans inside yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> written hastily yeah there's not no one there no receptionist no nothing and he just comes in and it's like this nuclear bomb yeah like a dirty bomb yeah blows up and he's pissed i thought that was insane showed how strong he was he could take it yeah it was that was a cool cool moment um for that character it made him look cool because like you said he's like langley the whole time he has this the sweatsuit pretty much with a k uh and then he beats the shit out of that dictator he doesn't kill him so he's not that you know yeah he's not completely morally he kill people but yeah because even the guy that uh um is stalking his girlfriend he doesn't kill him yeah but we do have to discuss and i don't know if we talked about this this has already happened i we believe but it, yeah yeah it. the so the robots uh this is kind of a spoiler i guess but the robots that were in issue one that he goes and fights ended up being guys in like Halloween costumes. So he like straight up decapitated a dude by punching his head off. So he doesn't intentionally hurt yeah. people, but and like, this, and that this shocks him. Yeah. And it, this is why he's at therapy because he, he's broken by killing mm-hmm. these people. Yeah. And, and that's part of the reason why, uh, God pulls him into heaven, and that's the mistake conversation they talk about. He's like, "Who you beat up some guys? Who cares? They're bad." He's like, "Well, yeah, I don't want to kill they were, them." They weren't robbing a bank, yeah. And you also find out that this guy that he's been hounding, apparently, he gets the address from Gary, the security guard, and the guy that he's been hounding was the wrong guy. Yeah, so Gary wrote down the wrong address. <laughs> just super, yeah. He talked to his girlfriend. She's like, "Yeah, he came back, but we took care of it." After, after yeah <clears throat> after he like burns his house down yeah he it looks way scarier and i thought maybe he had like Killed injured him. him but apparently i think he comes you know, back used, at the end right uh i don't know if he can I don't he know. looks like one of the guys that are in the legion of doom or whatever but i do know that um like his house was for sale not he wasn't just wasn't dead. dead yeah so um this issue kind of moves things along um as far as like satan kind of has a plan and yeah everything's going to come to a head and the more story the stories that he's sharing with the, with the flock or his new followers i feel like are uh, when judas betrayed him like mm-hmm. they show jesus turn water into wine at the wedding and things like that and it's like hey man you could be making we could be rich what are you doing yeah, you could do this like once every morning. We'd be rich by the yeah. end of the month. And then he's like, hey, the Romans come and get Jesus. And he's like, don't worry, man. Just talk your way out of it like you always do. We'll be fine. And then we all know what happens after that. Spoiler. So he tells that story. One thing that I forgot to mention, I wanted to mention, was that um, somebody, I can't remember the conversation. Somebody asked, or Pinecone Kid is like, well, why don't you just go perform some miracles? And he's like, no, I did that. That was like one of my first mistakes. I I did this and this and this. And then that's all it became. I was like, yeah. hey, can you do this for me? Hey, can you fix my nose? Hey, can you give me that goat? And it's like became this. It was like they right. didn't care about me being the son or the message at all, which I thought that was a great explanation. Like growing up, going to Sunday school and stuff, those are things you wonder as a kid. Right. It's like if Jesus is doing all this stuff, why doesn't he just 
you know, be the magic man and just do all these things and control it. Magic man. You know, like, why doesn't he do that? And this, for the first time in my life, was explained to me in a in a reasonable way. I do appreciate, you know, he talks about, I think he, maybe that's issue six, but he talks about faith for a little while. And like, faith isn't what you need. You need more than faith. And I wish I could remember more than that and i know that this is just a comic book like i know that this isn't the word (laughs) right but it's it is very interesting and i feel like people that read this should be introspective about the way that they view things because this brings a lot of uh good points yeah the guy that mark russell when he wrote this he wrote it intentionally he didn't write it as a uh, spoof on religion or right. a spoof on God. And he even said the people that would get offended by this book are the people that would get offended by you even talking any opposing belief. Right. Like those any. people are offended before they read it. So mm-hmm. you can't listen to them. Like you like you said, read it, be introspective. Like yes, it's a comic book, but people can pull you know, you can pull different things out of a comic book. Yeah, it, and we'll get into this more, but so far, Jesus can't win. There's nothing that he can do because if he performs a miracle to prove that he is Jesus, then he gets in a bad spot. If he tries to push, if he tries to be violent, then he's gone against his message. So at this point, he's like, Isn't, isn't that his bag, though, man? <laughs> he just can't win. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's sort of his whole thing, man. He just can't win. And even Satan talks about that. He's just like, you know, you know what you got to do. You know what you can't do. And then, well, that's obviously getting ahead of ourselves, but yeah. um, Yeah. And Sunstar just becomes, Sunstar becomes sort of the background character now. Yeah. Yeah. He comes back from getting exploded and he's just like, you know what? Let's get married, which I always thought was weird because they throughout the whole book they talk about they can't be married because uh he's not human. Mm-hmm. But then you find out that the church or whatever that they get married is like sort of like this Unitarian know, Unitarian church. church. So they can just marry whoever and it's not technically real or whatever. It's more of like a symbolic thing. And mm-hmm. um, so I thought that was cool. They're getting married. He becomes more of the side the role switch. Jesus becomes sort of the forefront to it and, and Sunstar becomes a side character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <clears throat> we'll move on to issue six. So number six, the extra-sized first season finale featuring 30 pages of story. Sunstar and <laughs> Sheila, Sheila is her name, That's leave her Jesus name. in charge as they go off on their honeymoon. Satan tempts Jesus one last time. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, this it's all becomes like a big elaborate plan to yeah. kind of really flips the script. I really mm-hmm. thought that because God apologizes to Satan, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. God is God. He doesn't, he, you wouldn't imagine he apologizes to anybody about anything. G O D. Yeah. You know me. And so he says, I'm sorry to Satan. Like, okay, let's bygones be bygones. Yeah. Protect my son and you're good. So now Satan's like, ah, gotcha. Yeah, I'm Satan. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah, which was a little disappointing. It was a little honestly. disappointing. I agree. I agree. Because I, I wanted... felt, I mean, I felt, 
it's weird to say out loud, but like you felt for Satan for a little bit because he, it seemed like he was trying to do the right thing and like kind of deterring the actual apocalypse. Right. Yeah. Because, I wanted him to be an okay dude because he know, is an angel. You yeah. Know? And this could be like a redemption story. Like we didn't have to, he didn't, it doesn't have to be, you know, fire and brimstone always where Satan is the antagonist. It could be a, who knows? That story's not written yet. This is all new territory at this point. Right. You know? Um, so one thing, so um Sunstar gives Jesus like this beeper, basically which telling cool, which is very yeah. Superman y. Yeah, he's Jimmy like, Olsen watch. <laughs> if something happens, I can I can find you, I can take care of it. Um so that's important. But again, there's a uh, there's this elaborate plan in place uh this sunstar has like a, oh, a I weakness forgot. I forgot about yeah that. he has a weakness um it's not obviously kryptonite it's this other stone that can Sand. be found on earth or Sansonite something or whatever yeah <laughs> samsonite i was way off anyway <laughs> so double number reference if you, if you guess yeah that. if you're too young um <laughs> Anyway, but there's a reference earlier in the book about this one island that was kind of a Legion of Doom type thing. Mm -hmm. They talk about villains like spending all their money, like they can't get rich because they... Yeah, they reference that in like issue two. I forgot about that. He's looking through the newspaper and he's like, uh, Jesus is like, what are you doing? He's, he says, I'm looking for weird, weird crimes. And he's like, what? Like super villains, they do weird crimes. It's like, it's not necessarily like, out in the public he's like they spend their money on being the it's more on the reputation because they right. bust a guy that he makes go to college or whatever but it's like it's more about being noticed as a villain than actually doing bad stuff yeah 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 i did like yeah there's the whole sequence in there you really have to read the book it's really great yeah um but yeah so apparently this one guy had bought an island and he spent all his money on contracting and then sunstar just like fucks him up but well, well, hold language. on i don't want to cut you off he it was very golden age superman though because he yeah. creates like this uh he brings a stupid like magic trunk type thing <laughs> which he references before but he brings his magic trunk thing oh he's superman he didn't need to do this. Just like in Golden Age Superman stuff, he doesn't need to do all the stuff that he does. Um, he creates this like dummy sun star that flies <laughs> right, and yeah. they shoot all their, their laser several, beams. Several. Yeah. Several of them too. Yeah. They shoot all their laser beams at him and then he dresses up as like a delivery man. <laughs> and he's like, did someone order a beat down or whatever he says? <laughs> yeah. And then he beats them all up. Like he totally didn't have to do that but i appreciated like the the golden age superman aspect of it um, right and so yeah like you said it's this elaborate thing but one thing that i mentioned in issue three I, I didn't like sunstar but in issue six it really brought me around to him because we mm -hmm. we learned throughout the issues like he feels bad about murdering those guys he wants his family he you know he he wants more yeah and yeah. he's a he's a jerk but i feel like at this point like jesus has taught him some things like it's exactly like, exactly and he says like you know sheila i guess is her name took off two weeks for the honeymoon she wants me to do the same and he's at a meeting now and he's friends with these people he's he's apologized to these other superheroes which was a good moment 
He's like, yes, I have a hard time asking. This is before an issue like four or something. He's like, I have a hard time asking for help. I'm out of touch. I know that. I'm sorry. And then that's when Night Night Bros like Night Brothers got your back, my man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and in this, he's like, I save on average twenty lives a day. And he's like, she's asking me to give up, you know, whatever, two hundred and forty lives. And they're like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I gave her 140. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you could feel the gravity that he didn't want to do it. And then he gives him that, I don't know, Samsonian (laughs) beacon button. (laughs) Yeah, Samsonian. Um, But yeah, so you, just to go back to that. So this guy on this island, it creates this island fortress. He's that's the only place that you can find his weakness. It's like there, Mm -hmm. which is why he does these like dummies that fly because all the cannons on the side of this fortress shoot whatever he's weak to. Um, But anyway, that gets taken over and it all comes back around now. Yeah. Satan creates a legion of doom. Yeah, basically. But like, Jesus Jesus has this little like house sermon, you know, he's just there with a few people, Pinecone guy and some other people. I yeah, because yeah, uh Sunstar is like, Hey, what are you gonna do while we're gone? And he's like, Oh, I might just have my followers over. And Sunstar, oh yeah, whatever that means. We'll be back. Let us know if you need us. Yeah, so he just has a few people over, which quickly turns against him because people are like, blasphemer, you know? Yeah, and it, it it's weird because he's like, this is the biggest turnout we've had. I'm excited. Like, it's it's happening again. The people, I'm getting the followers. I'm, I'm getting, you know, traction. I'm reaching these people. But mm-hmm. little does he know that it's actually not what he thinks. Shitin, shitin, shitin. Yeah. Um, so at this point you know we're at the big unveiling of satan's plan um jesus pushes the button to save himself because he just gets the shit rocked out of him uh sunstar shows back up and then they're like oh we have all the stuff that was from that island this (laughs) samsonite and uh i appreciate how fast sunstar showed up though it's like one panel he presses the button next panel what's up yeah (laughs) starts there jesus i appreciate that but uh so but then he gets wrapped up in kryptonite or whatever they they wrap him up in samsonite (laughs) it's like hey man we're gonna kill jesus in front of you we wanted you to come here like how crazy is that yeah but it all it flips the script and and i don't really want to ruin it for you guys i don't either it It is sad it flips the script and it, it was it surprised me it it surprised me but i was just kind of i was kind of sad and uh i don't know it surprised me and like if it would have been it surprised me that's all i'll say uh you have a good moment of jesus talking to his dad it seems like jesus is gonna stay there Mm -hmm. it's you know his dad's like yeah man thanks for taking care of my son i'm out or god's like yeah i'm out see you later yeah yeah so the ending made you sad you didn't like it uh it just again made me feel like he can't win you know he can't win win no he was yeah he has so many great quotes there's so many great quotes i mean just even when he's talking about faith like faith is what gets you in trouble like i appreciate and i can't verbatim 
spit it out. I can't even remember exactly. But he says I do. The people need. It wasn't conviction. I can't remember. What he, I can't remember what he said either. Yeah, but there's some good. great like introspective moments in this. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. Uh, about just belief isn't enough, and, and I mean even Paul, even though he's like I don't know who that is. Um, he does mention that, you know, it's not, it's not faith alone. Like you need to ask. And I feel like Jesus kind of reflects that. It's like, it's not just like faith doesn't do enough for you. Like it's, yeah. it gets you in trouble. Um, but read the book. I think it's, I think everyone should go out and, and really read this book and, and give it some thought. Um, don't take it too seriously, but please don't. Time, Again, it's satirical. Yeah. It, it really is. But that it's doesn't. It doesn't mean it's not introspective, though. Right. It's also not a complete joke. Like, I mean, there's some. Yeah. Uh, it's a satire about how seriously people take it. I mean, people that yeah. that would be like, "This is blasphemy. We need to fucking kill Mark Russell." Like exactly. that's ridiculous. And people were like that. Yeah, those people aren't. What I love about Mark Russell is that he knew uh, once DC dropped it. He was like, damn, it really sucks, man. People, so many people were that worried about a comic book that never read it and never read a single page that now this book that was going to be, you know, a major publisher was willing. We did it. We illustrated it. It was done when, you know, it was about to go to print or it was about to be released Mm -hmm. when they dropped it from the backlash. He was just like, man, it's crazy that that happened. So he went on religious podcasts and shows he went on you know other podcasts and shows just comic book related in general he talked to everybody that would talk to him it's like that's not what it is he's like i'm not this is not what i'm trying to do i'm not trying to like sway people from i'm just trying to like he said i think anybody should be able to have a conversation about religion right i just feel that way especially such a major religion yeah everyone wants to push on you not just you know that that people there are some christians that really want to push it on you yeah but they don't understand it themselves and he said i feel like there's a lot of you know uh, comic books and superheroes take a lot from religion so why can't we talk about that like why Mm -hmm. can't we just why can't we why can't we talk about it yeah what's the big deal why are you so sensitive about it man you know and so I, i i think his whole process of like getting dropped uh, and really just wanting it to be out there and then ahoy picking it up and ahoy hoy. that really made me interested in it mm-hmm. and then when i read the first when i opened up the first issue i was like damn i don't know if this is gonna be for me because the first couple pages is like text mm-hmm. and the art style is a little different than what i like the coloring is not my style yeah um it, typically what i wouldn't think is there but as we've mentioned in numerous episodes before it's too many factors into what makes a good book the mm-hmm. story legitimately ties this thing together yeah and then what we talked about uh the intention with the art style it was it just tied it all together it was it was amazing to me yeah yeah that uh the, the art style so let's uh, let's, let's just kind of yeah yeah, let's just kind of get into that. Don't riff. Um, so art style wise, I I'll say I enjoyed it. I, so what I enjoyed about the art style is not necessarily um, 
again it's not my style either way like the more comic book or more sketchy mm -hmm. for the other parts i didn't like either one it's not normally what i'd go for but i did appreciate how they were telling the story like the more that it was on basically jesus's perspective it was always more sketchy or god it was more uh sketchy and watercolor kind of based and um things like that where yeah the backgrounds were loose they didn't have like a detailed backgrounds or anything like that yeah uh but when you went to sunstar uh who's a comic hero um it was very comic booky heavy cross hatching bright colors um things like that and yeah, I was. I just really appreciated how that tied together. At first, I was. I was with you. I was like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But the more I read, and just that hard switch, because it goes from this to that. Very, yeah, it's very distinct. Um, That's why I talk yeah. about the intentionality. Like it was very intentional. Like, yeah, they wanted there to be a difference between the two. Definitely. Um, so art style overall, I gotta say, I liked it. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't for me per se but i i like the intention behind it yeah and i agree i i agree 100 like it's not typically what i like even my comic book style or anything but it, it if it plays to the story mm -hmm. uh, and i think we have a, a similar thought process on department of truth department of truth is in no way shape or form is my typical preferred art style but it played so well to the story you you almost just i don't know I, they, they, they i can't of, imagine it a different way yeah yeah they sort of play to each other so it's hard to notice it like if i put my preferred art style in there it, i think it would weaken the story mm -hmm. you know if i put yeah. my i like colors that are bright and pop i feel like it would take away from this story right so I, I hate to say it, I really enjoyed this book. And I legitimately, first couple pages in, I didn't think I was going to. Mm -hmm. so. so, okay. So as far as story goes, what did you think? I liked it. It made me think, I, I again, I am religiously flexible. So I appreciate the satire in it, but I also appreciate, um, not I don't want to say factual moments, but I would say um what am I looking for? I'm not saying factual because I don't want to say all the stuff are facts that happen in the Bible, but well, the, well yeah, the things that are uh, biblical, you could almost yeah. say like there are parts that are very biblical. There are things yeah. that happen in the Bible. Yeah. Things that, that were taken from context. I appreciated that. As someone that grew up in a religious household. I'm familiar with a lot of the stories and so and then just growing up having my own questions and things like that and then realizing mm -hmm. that other people have the same type of questions and it, it, it just meant a little bit more to me I feel like mm -hmm. it it softened that blow because I don't think it's just me that feels like religion is one of those topics that you can't talk about yeah it's very dangerous yeah they always say don't talk about politics or religion around good company yeah and we say it on a lot of episodes we don't talk about politics we don't talk about religion because i think that's a turnoff to people and it's just like mm -hmm. it necessarily shouldn't be you yeah know? yeah <laughs> it is kind of difficult you're like i really like that person oh never mind yeah it's they just... think this and i don't like them anymore which yeah. is unfortunate 
Yeah. So I appreciate the story. Do you have any cons? Well, let's talk about cons. Well, um, first of all, let me ask you what you thought. But you asked me, I, I didn't. I didn't hear your. Oh, I mean, as far as the story is concerned, I I thought it was great. I really liked being introspective and and yeah. thinking about their opinions on certain stories and. I mean, things like who's Paul, you know, like that shit was, it was funny to me because it's so like, yeah, Jesus would not know who he is. And so I know that you're a a religious person and that's why it meant a lot that we both read it. Not saying that I'm atheist at all. Mm -hmm. I'm saying like, I have that background as well. Yeah. I mean, been there, been there, done that. (laughs) I I see Christianity from a different light than most people. Um, I feel like I do too. And that's why I wanted to read this with you and hear your thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that none of it offended you. Like, I, I, I have a ton of respect for I already did, but I just, I just, yeah, I mean, I would be I, weirded out if you were like, oh, I can't believe you made me read this. Yeah, I can't read <laughs> it, man. Um, no, I, to me, I'm not going to get offended by someone else's opinions on something exactly. because that's their opinion. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I I really there were parts that I didn't like so much, but it's but I didn't like Sunstar that much in a lot of it. But yeah, me either. Not until about the last issue when he showed up for Jesus, man. That's when I was like, all yeah. right, man. Showed up for JC. <laughs> My man. <laughs> My uh, man. Let's talk about cons. I will say I agree with you. I was uh uh and we won't talk about it too much, but it seemed like the twist of Satan being a bad guy is predictable and uh, it just kind of happened. I was, I was kind of let down by that. I could see. So I could, it was kind of interesting that he fooled God like in this deal. Yeah. I, because Jesus in this story is kind of, he's like smart, but naive. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. He's fully aware of his father's mistakes. So I could see him, yeah, I could see him fooling Jesus in this story, like this Jesus, but right. not, but it was kind of interesting that he fooled God. So he tricked and, God. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, like God is kind of proven to be very human in this as well, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. So I really wish that things would have worked out in the the way that, satan described like what he wanted to do i i don't know that was that's my con as well like it yeah. was just uh, so predictable yeah that's my con uh sunstar i i would say that i didn't care about him enough throughout the issues but now that I, I, we talked about it i mean i feel like he did a pretty good job at, as part of the story mm-hmm. you know? yeah and i do i do like that he took a back seat yeah you you we talked about jesus being the sidekick but then it just like it switches very subtly and you don't really notice it until you think about it yeah i i didn't really even think about it until you brought it up it becomes this like background character which i really appreciate that Mm -hmm. yeah so there you have it folks it's reviewed what do you got got the stamp everyone go read the book if you're open-minded and you know you want to give it a chance Second Coming is an interesting book. It has an interesting view on Christianity in general. And, you know, you, you thinking about things like, um, what's that church that was like, God hates fags. I can't remember the name of that church. Um, I don't want to know. Something Burrow. The last part. 
anyway, but you, you think about churches like that, and obviously they're going against, you cannot teach love and then come back and say shit like that. So, um, yeah, give it a read. I think it's interesting if, if you're open-minded and you don't feel it, like you'll be. It's not what I expected. Yeah. I expected it to be way more. I say it's satire a lot because, I mean, it is. It's about a superhero having Jesus as a roommate. It is. But going into it, I thought it was going to be way more satirical. The covers are like sort of zany, you know. They're yeah, sort of like when I looked, style. When I looked at it, I kind of thought like, "Oh, this is going to be like a buddy cop." Yeah, I, I I did not I did not expect to really think in this book, and I appreciated it a lot. Yeah, so give it a give it a look. We didn't we didn't spoil too much for you. So no, there's a lot that we didn't talk about. A lot, a lot of great moments that we didn't talk about. So I think it's time. I'm glad that we didn't spoil the ending either. Um you gotta go first because I have to think about this. So uh personally, just because of the amount that it kind of let me reflect on things and the writing and some of the quotes were really, really good. I'm gonna give it I'm going to give it a, I'll just say a C4. Um, uh, to me, it was lightly toasted um, because I would like to see Satan not play such a Satan role. Um, yeah, it's and predictable. There are some parts where God is like a real dickhead, but most um, parts that he was in it, he was. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because that's always how I, uh, but yeah. I don't know. I, I, I liked it um uh i kind of wish they had gone a different direction with satan in general um but i enjoyed it yeah i'm gonna give it a a, kind of for the same reasons i'm gonna give it a um e2 it's good i'm gonna eat it i will not i was satisfied by that but yeah i'm the same way i wish that it uh i'm not like trying to be an advocate for satan i'm just saying as the story was written right it props you up for this thing and it's like a twist that's not really a twist it's like oh they're not yeah. gonna do that oh the twist they did it yeah so like, by the way for new listeners if you join our discord you can get <laughs> we're talking we've got this wednesday pool list comment grading chart it's based on toast it is yeah it's uh a lot um so if you join our discord you can get it you can take a look at our handy grading chart yeah Yeah, our handy grading chart it's all just goof anyway but it'll give you a chance to know what the hell we're talking about when it's sort of a goof to me it's more like one to ten is too limiting i think it's it lets us broaden our it's like this this scale is a goof but then we actually get to talk about like why we would thought it's kind of introspective yeah so give our scale a look so join our discord and you can take a look at that and if you want to buy a copy of second coming volume one look at our show notes there will be a link hit it purchase it and then simon and i can buy comic books and toys yeah i need toys do it so that's it folks we're circling the drain if you can't tell Hmm. we enjoyed this one 
And I uh, can't wait till next week. So we will see you guys next time.